0: They all need to cut cut the the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer here. Welcome to Cut the Crap. Crap is merely an acronym for everything that's going on. You know, culture, race, and American politics. I believe when you mix culture, race, and American politics, it gets all messed up. Everything goes to hell in a handbasket. We're going to talk about these Twitter bombs. We're going to talk about the cover, the cover that the media gives to, uh, well, our politicians, the rat bastards, everything that's dastardly going on in our Society, Because, you know, there's been these Twitter releases, these Twitter bombs, as I call them, that have been being released. And the mainstream media, of course, as expected, well, they ignore every bit of this. Hey, by the way, shout out to all my listeners on Real Talk FM 93.3. Do me a favor, folks, share this program sharing is how we fight this war we've got to get more people to understand what the hell is going on and how to fight it i'm going to kind of unpack where the media is right now you know the truth you're getting the truth every day you're getting the truth with the twitter files everything else but now the media the mainstream media the fake news media is caught in the crosshairs. And that's what most people need to understand is, will the media survive? Right now, their numbers are in the toilet. Just a good conservative podcast, videocast program like this gets far more viewers than any one program right now on stuff like MSNBC, CNBC, etc., Because now we are the new media. The new media is actually the new, new media. But I want to explain a few things going on to help you understand even honest people in the media, or people that want to be honest, why they cannot report the facts. Now, many of you know I've spent a good portion of my adult life traveling the globe doing exploration all around the globe. Could be in the deserts, rivers, oceans, mountain ranges, jungles of South America, to the Arctic. I'm gonna give you an analogy so you understand what's at stake right now historically, and why we all need to keep pushing. So let's go back in time. In the world of exploration, many times explorers come across things that should not exist, that have been lost to history, but they go counter to the history that has been recorded. And what I mean by that is if you go back and look in the university system and how universities were started, they were Christian institutions. Theology was the core. Everything else came later. Then man of wealth, particularly one Heinrich Schliemann, who went out and discovered the Mycenaean culture. He was a Jewish grocer, spent his own money, did it. He's the father of archaeology. He is what started archaeology. So that became a discipline in universities spread all across the world. Then a couple of things happened. One, is the universities became secular, not Christian or theology-based. They became secular, started to be tied in with the government, government money. The second part of it is, is as archaeology grew and became a discipline, became a course, then, of course, the universities sold you the course and you paid for your school and you got your degree, which ended up all of these people that got archaeology degrees... Refuse to acknowledge Heinrich Schliemann, who started it, because why? Now, this is going to sound odd, but pay attention for a minute. Heinrich Schliemann started it, founded it, discovered it, perfected it, and then it became a course in university. It became a profession. Everybody got to eat up with it. But the institutions won't acknowledge them, because why? Well, Heinrich Schliemann wasn't an archaeologist. Yeah, think about that. There was no such thing. He created it the institutions turned on him because he didn't have a degree, and in the institutions you gotta have the degree. It basically means toe the party line, and this is where peer review and stuff like that came in. The other part of it is as uh, these institutions that were once Christian became secular, when explorers like myself or whatever would get out there and they find something out of context, let's say you're in Canada, and you find a horde, not one, not two, not three, but a horde, a mass of ancient Roman Carthaginian mixed coins. Now, of course, to the history of the world, Romans, Carthaginians were never here. So what does modern archaeology do? They claim it's a fluke. They claim it was a tourist who dropped them out of their a hole in their pocket. You don't walk around with multi-thousand-year-old coins. And certainly when they hit the ground, they don't end up a foot deep, right? You, you follow what I mean. Or, if that doesn't work, they're basically going to call you a fraud or whatever and try to discredit you. And the reason is very simple. In their small world, in their vacuum, they cannot, they cannot literally acknowledge the find, even if it may be historic, simply because it would change the fiber of their institution. For many decades, archaeologists, especially in the Middle East, would deny fines that proved King David or King Solomon. Now, the reason they wouldn't approve the fines, or they would always be controversial, is a much bigger reason. And that reason was, if they verify, holy smokes, this is... King Solomon, it talks about King Solomon, which they kept on saying was a myth, or if this is David, which they said was a myth, what was that myth? The myth was the Bible. And then when they found a a holy place, let's say, where Jesus uh, healed the blind, And and here's the story right there in something dug up from 2,000 plus years ago, right, roughly, and here's the story told and memorialized, because it was a, even a memorial event then, they, they would not acknowledge it, they would bury it and hide it. Now the reason is, and this is the reason I'm telling you these stories, is because if they acknowledged what that find was, and if they acknowledged the truth in any of these, it would codify and prove the veracity of the Bible. Now it's a big deal, because archaeology... The approved thing is there is no such thing as God, Jesus, and all this stuff. It's a myth. This is the current crosshairs we're caught in, folks, with the mainstream media. And that's what we're going to discuss today because the media is now in a trap. They can't, after all they've done, acknowledge that this stuff was real. They cannot acknowledge Donald J. Trump was right. This is the war we're in. We're going to unpack it, share this, folks. I'll be right back right after this.
0: We're back. Now, let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Here's Jovan.
1: Okay, folks, I'm unpacking the Twitter bombs for you, but from the perspective of... Why will the media not talk about it? And why does the media keep on giving political cover? We know that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. And so I'm trying to put this into a perspective for you so you understand it. Manage your expectations because you have to understand this is a battle so big. It's so much bigger than any of us. You've got to put it into perspective. I I would only equate this that you are living in biblical times, and now I mean biblical to uh, use it as a verb of monumental, world changing, heard throughout the rest of time. We're either going to survive this, and it's going to be the greatest story of human battle ever in a modern age, right? Digital war, because we are in a war, folks. Or it's going to be, we're going to end up being written about that we were all ogres. We were the Sodom and Gomorrah, meaning conservatives. And we tried to overthrow the country. And the few sane people there were had to save everybody and turn it back to a peaceful nation. That is really the cusp that we're on. And so I think it's very important to look at this through the lens of archaeology. Some of you may know I've written several hundred history books, archaeology-based books. And so I understand the optics in this. And I use archaeology as the filter to help you understand what's going on. And I'll give you an example. One of the largest proponents in the United States of America that America was visited by ancients long ago, and regularly talked about all the mummies. Yes, mummies, thousands of mummies have been found in America, but you don't learn about them in school. Well, one of the people that chronicled that and thought it was a shame that we can't embrace that we have a very ancient history in the Americas was none other than Abraham Lincoln. Now, there's a thing called peer review let me explain it to you many of you have followed me for a while you know this but this is how it works if you and i went into the mountains one day and let's say we were in michigan copper culture of the world all this copper disappearing and we were in one of these old mines and in the dirt we found a full breastplate. You know how the Romans wore metal breastplates? Think of the movie Gladiator when he's fighting in the arena and he has that metal plate uh, that's shaped like a chiseled stomach and pecs, right? That's a breastplate. Say we found one of those breastplates uh, along with old tools that fashioned it. And we went to archaeology. Archaeology goes through a process that says... Okay, we're going to peer review this. Now here's what peer review is. They're going to take the circumstances of that find and they are going to submit it to 10 other of their peers. That means people who think the same, were trained the same, and all speak the same speak. Now, wait, they're archaeologists. and archaeologists cannot acknowledge that ancient Romans or any of that stuff was here in the Americas. Now you get it because see, it'll never pass peer review because the people that are going to review it think the same way as the people that run the system. And so the bottom line is if you say anything that goes against the system, it's never going to see the light of day. It's never going to be talked about. Now that story I just told you was not made up. That's a true account that I encountered. Everything is suppressed if it goes against the system. And one of our worst systems is archaeology. Now, the same thing happens with press. I'll give you one more archaeology sample. In the modern world, when a European scientist discovered the technology that they could take human hair and they could uh, drop it into a solution, emulsify it and test it and see what people ate, a brilliant scientist Got really excited about that. And so she asked her buddies around the world in academia, hey, let's test mummy hair. We'll know what their diet was. Let's see if it'll work on things really ancient. So she sent samples all around the world of mummy hair. Got them from major universities and gave back a report. The problem is the report ruined her career. The report destroyed Her career. Because she found out some things from the ancient pharaohs and otherwise, predominantly that the ancient pharaohs had been ingesting marijuana and cocaine. Now, think about that for a moment. The reason that's important is because those are definitive, one's a definitive North American product, and one's a definitive Near East product. And so test and test again kept on coming up with the same results she got run out of academia because she discovered it it was true science could prove it over and over but what academia could not get their head around is that would mean somehow the ancient egyptians had some sort of network trade or travel coming to what was supposedly the new world which remember was supposed to be this empty uh, continent that the church stumbled on. And wow, nobody's here. Let's just set up here. You follow? And so it could never pass peer review. She got run out of institutions. And that's one of the thousands and thousands I could tell you about that because they don't go with the approved story, you're never going to hear it. So we're in that same battle right now when it comes to what's going on. The reason this is going on is because you have to understand we have a double fight here. We have a fight. Academia has been taken over by government. And when academia, I was reading one of the major universities, this might be Stanford, got more money from government funding and giveaways for COVID and stuff than they've ever received from tuition. And so the government effectively owns all academia. And at the same time, The government owns media. Now, remember, I told you about this unholy trinity. Government, media, and academia. We're now at the crossroads that the people that write the news, which might become history, are controlled. And the people that teach history and approve what gets taught are in control of a nefarious government that does not want the truth to be known. And there is now the battle we're about to go in as these Twitter drops roll out. Because now, because we live in a digital society and it can get out there and you can see it, you're seeing an unholy battle to try to suppress it before too many people find out about it. Why? It's because we have propagandists that tow the government line. It's going to get interesting. Hang tag. I'll be right back.
0: because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, folks, welcome back to the program.
1: You know what your politicians want you not to know? Your politicians now, because of all this Twitter crap drops they don't want you to know that they have been involved in this stuff it's just really true now the cover they get the cover they get are from quote-unquote reporters which as i told you earlier the reporters they are propagandists that's it they're not going to talk about these twitter files journalists used to be judged by their professional obligations to do the story right. That was to uh, provide the public knowledge and enlightenment and uh, et cetera. And to keep the rich and powerful in check, it's totally reversed now. That's one thing that's changed in history. It's 100% totally, totally reversed. Now, as I've always told you, society needs boogeyman. George Soros is one of those boogeymen. They've turned Bill Gates into a boogeyman. I think it's interesting. Did you notice at Davos this week that George Soros didn't show? That uh, Klaus Klaus Schwab didn't show? And Bill Gates didn't show? The rumor on the street is all the work we've all done bashing The World Economic Forum and everything, that enough people have caught on, it's bad and evil that they're shutting it down. That doesn't mean our job is done and that doesn't mean it's going away, but that's why they're saying Schwab, Gates, and Soros didn't show. I'll get confirmation on it. No, but our government and these propagandists, this media, they're going to continue pushing Russia as a threat. They need. Russia, Russia, Russia to stay alive at all cost. And the reason they need Russia to stay alive at all cost, and this is how they're going to spin it to history, is because it's not for the crap for the Ukraine. They manufactured the Russian Putin boogeyman so they could correct what they saw as a horrible injustice in history going wrong. And what was that? When Donald J. Trump got elected by you, the people, the system, the cabal, the deep state went bat crap crazy. And they needed a way to make sure that would never occur again. It got out of hand one time, one presidential term, and they fought him every way they could. Even though we had incredible prosperity but they were never going to let it happen again. Now, how they got into our elections is they told you Russia, 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 systematic efforts to hack our elections or whatever. You're now finding out that's crap. You're now finding out the FBI full of crap. Even though they had uh, independent investigators that came out that said the Russia hoax was a Russia hoax was a Russia hoax, They ignored that, but now these Twitter dumps by Elon Musk is proving it beyond a shadow of a doubt. The Russia interference theory was total trash. And so right now, what you have going on with the media is if they tell the truth, they admit they were in on it. You see the crosshairs here? If journalists finally get their crap together and they come out and admit, you're right, it was a Russia hoax, a couple of things happen. The journalists eat crow, which they're never going to do, but the whole thing about Donald Trump being a plant goes away. And when the media to embrace that makes it goes away, all of a sudden these rat bastard politics are going to lose their justification and their political cover. What was the justification? Russia. Russia is going to hack our elections. We've got to do this. We've got to insert this software. we got to protect all these cities from it. we got to have them put on this special software to make sure that the Russians don't get in. That's how they did it, folks. Now, as we also do this, now when you find for Russia... And we go through this, it becomes a cascading effect. They are trying to protect their credibility as propagandists, bought-off propagandists. They don't want people to know they're lying rat bastards. They've got to keep the Russia theory alive. They're struggling hard to keep the Russia, Russia, Russia alive. They even suppressed the secondary story, like I told you, but now it's coming out from Twitter. Last but not least, remember, all of these leftists when they bought into the Russia propaganda theory, like, it's, it's kind of funny, looking at Meathead, right, from All in the Family, Rob Reiner, or whatever his name is, Meathead. He keeps on saying, the FBI needs to arrest Donald Trump. <laughs> he appears on their flight list going to a special island. You can see his name on the list, but he's, Donald Trump's got to be arrested, FBI, CIA, why aren't they doing this? Well, remember if they acknowledge the story that Russia, Russia, Russia was bad, then they're all of a sudden condemning the feds. At the same time, they're condemning their sources. Remember, all these journalists were fed crap by Department of Homeland Security, right? FBI, CISA, all these government things. So the domino effect here is if they embrace it, and they push back on Russia, they're actually telling us, right, that our media, we lied and we covered as part of an FBI cover-up. See, they only care about the, the actions they do, right? The ends justifies the means. See, everybody kind of gets outed in this. That's the big deal. Everybody gets outed. And this press, no matter what, this press is never ever, ever, ever going to acknowledge its bias. If we went back to 2015 and we were to re-watch interviews, the fight that they were in then, when people started calling the press biased, they were indignant. We are not biased. We are fair. We, are, we do not take a side. We are impartial. That's what being a journalist is. Well, the reality is that was the moment in time it became official that all journalism is dead. Where they learned this move is with JFK. When they sold us the JFK assassination story that was approved for public consumption, they understood they could do it. But if you go back, you know, to that 60 plus years ago, it wasn't all media. It was a very select top piece in media that still trusted the government and they got people to go along with it. So most of those uh, media people were naive at that time. When the old school guys were gone and dead, you had a new breed of journalist that cut their teeth on the government giving them stories. If you had one good contact in the government, and you could find something out. Think Deep Throat. Not that Deep Throat. No, that's a different movie. Although it's one of my favorite movies. No, think Deep Throat, Watergate. Literally, it could make or break a journalist's career. They could win a Pulitzer. They could have movies made about them eventually. You see the allure. You see the celebrity that came in. Well, that also means none of these guys are going to ever, ever admit in the open at all, that, well, they're rat bastards. They're not going to say they're sorry. They're not going to say they w- wasted their time on crap stories. They're not going to say they were wrong, because they get to push it up one level. And the level they get to push it up is, it can't be wrong, because we reported that what we reported exactly what the FBI or Department of Homeland Security or CISA told us. That's why they cannot admit for any reason, and they're not going to admit, they were wrong. Now, the number one thing, remember I told you at the beginning of the program, archaeology will never embrace the biblical finds that have been found in North America, in the United States specifically, the ancient peoples found in the Americas, they're never going to acknowledge it. And the and primary reason they're never going to acknowledge some of these finds is because it codifies something much greater than them. And primarily, all of these ancient things codify the veracity of the Bible. And there is no way... That these institutions that were of God, that became against God, that are now primarily atheist and globalist, there is no way they're gonna let history come out that actually points to that book called the Bible and say, Wow, it's true. Because why? Then it destroys the fiber of their being. It also destroys their credentials, it also destroys. You know, the two or three hundred grand they paid for their education. Flushes it right down the toilet. The reason they're not going to embrace the Twitter files is because they would have to admit that the FBI played a role in hiding but hiding Biden Hunter's laptop, the cover they gave for Biden's laptop. If you watched some of the changing in the websites you started to see talk about if the information was obtained by hacking or that the information was obtained illegally, they're not going to cover it. They can't cover it. Well, remember, there used to be a day that journalists would dumpster dive or or illegally record or set you up with a hooker to get the story on the congressman, right? Well, they adopted this new standard. Well, if it was obtained by hacking then we're not going to cover it because we can't 100% verify it's true. Because if it was hacked, it means they stole it illegally, which means it was in their possession, which means, ironically, there is no chain of custody. And when there's no chain of custody, well, we can't certify that that's really, really, really what happened. Isn't that a giggle? They won't verify custody in our elections. Oh, you got to trust us. It's right. But when it comes down to things like that, they can't verify the custody. So what they're fighting for is the fact that we got mixed up in an FBI con game that they all knew about, that all of these intelligence people came out and said was absolutely real. Meaning, here's the real story. That's a Russian plant. That's a Russian hoax. That was a Russian joke, and and Donald J. Trump wants to win this election so bad, he's working with the Russians, and the Russians planted that story. Re- you remember every bit of that. So they can't embrace these Twitter drops because what they would have to admit, now this chain up, journalist, government, and three-letter agencies all partnered together to sell America a load of crap. And that load of crap is so monumental, it changed the course of the history of America. But there's one more thing they can't confirm. I'll tell you that when I come back. Hang tight.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep them pushing through legislation and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy, We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called filled of greens you may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this. You just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them. They're organic. They're wonderful in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change, too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair, is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So what I'm doing is I take filled of greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code JOVAN. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash JOVAN. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovon and use jovan as the promo code. Get it done now.
0: Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes they all need to cut, cut the, the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program.
1: we've been talking about the Twitter files. We've been talking about why this is a biblical proportion event for the United States of America. I truly believe this is the moment in time that if we could jump forward 100, 200, 300 years, you and I and all these people that are exposing it, fighting for this and fighting for our country to save our great republic. We're either going to go down as heroes that fought this war, war, saved their country, and in turn saved the world, or we're going to go down as conspiracy theorists that were trying to do a coup over their country and a few good uh, purple-haired, blue-haired people that identified as teddy bears, rocks, lizards, and quasi-warriors who threw their spears like this, saved the country and took... Uh, America back to a peaceful nation and ushered in the free peace of the free world, right? That's kind of what's uh, being battled at the moment. Now, the biggest thing that's going on is not that if they embrace these, they're going to acknowledge that uh, our three-letter agencies are bad, or they're going to acknowledge there's no such thing as a journalist anymore. They're going to acknowledge that, yeah, okay, my sources are bad, therefore I'm I'm part of this mess. So they're not going to a- acknowledge that they colluded with the three-letter agencies as journalists, as academia and stuff. And they pushed all this on us because they were, in fact, the coup. But the most important thing they cannot embrace is the fact that if they embrace it, and if they tell the true story, I already told you, you know, they used a little hacking angle to flip Twitter. They made Twitter say, "You know what? That was hacked. So you can't really run it. So don't run that stuff because the the you know back then the New York Post reported that the laptop was real. They had to do damage control. So that's how they squeezed Twitter into it. Well, that was hacked, and so therefore uh, we don't know if it's real chain of custody. And that's kind of how they squashed it down. The number one reason they cannot embrace this." is because for them to embrace the things I told you about in the Twitter files, it 100% confirms what you and I already know, that regarding the 2020 election, Donald J. Trump was right. That our elections are broken. That our systems are broken. That politicians over time have been selected, not elected, and that we can no longer trust the machines, the systems, the policies, and the procedures, and that basically everything you thought you knew about the government, that they want to take care of you, that they, they're, going to, they're there for you, that they have America's best interest, and everything you knew about healthcare. And everything you knew about journalists that they, oh, we're not biased, we're this, was total horse hockey. If they were to reverse all of this stuff and embrace the facts, they would then have to embrace the very, very simple fact that Donald J. Trump was. True. That it's a fact. And that when he stood up there and he pointed, you see these people, fake media, they're, they're crap. They play games. They can't embrace it. Because everything in one fell swoop, everything in one fell swoop falls away. Their degrees, their credibility, their stories, their sources, and whatever. And when you take somebody like Donald J. Trump, who at the drop of a hat can announce he's coming to a city and 60,000 people show up versus our selected, not elected, mail-order, maladministered, placed in D.C. Biden, who will announce he comes to a city and... 60,000 people will show up, but they'll show up holding signs saying, get the hell out of here, you poser. They can't do that. They have to hold the line because they are attempting, literally, to rewrite history. The battle is no longer about Donald Trump. As Donald Trump said, "They're not after me; they're after you." Right now, all of the collectively, every Democrat, every Republican, except maybe two or three, every journalist, a large majority of all attorneys, and the entire health care system. And every university, except universities like Liberty University, are fighting to make sure that what they did doesn't go down memorialized in history. Simple things like, okay, great, you're 50 plus, you're a member of AARP. AARP, this is how bad it is, AARP for this mail order, maladministration president. As soon as that happened, AARP got thousands of their members, put them together in a coalition, and had them scouring social media and reporting you. And that's what got you banned. Thousands of AARP members are the ones that were reading this stuff, reporting you. And they did it for AARP, and it was funded by our government. That's how bad this is. That's how crap it goes. And by, by the way, AARP, at the top, what was installed in? Well, one of those players that are woke that did this. They also helped create Obamacare, which you know. That's how corrupt every bit of this is. And so these people are fighting to not be remembered in history as the rat bastards they are. And that is why you have to stand up, fight harder, shout out, and tell every one of these rat bastards to cut the crap
0: because we need history to be correct. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system